about now. So um, so this is your brother Wujao again. And again, I want to say ETM Hotep. And I apologize for the uh, stream being interrupted. But uh, let me just explain why that's going on right now. If you, if anybody lives in Georgia right now, you'll know that we are um, experiencing a, um, a, a storm, you know, a rain storm, freezing rain and rain. And so it's, it's uh, causing the power to flicker uh, on and off. And so uh, that's the reason. So um, it's not something with, with uh, YouTube or anything like that. It's just the power out here. And hopefully he, it won't do it again, and we'll get through this real quick. I don't have much more to say, and then we're going to open it up. Brother Reggie uh, has uh, wants to uh, have some words, and then maybe we can kind of uh, have a discussion um, as well. So let me finish up, and I'm trying to stall a little bit so people can uh, come back in. I see people are coming back into the chat now. So this should be the final link in the final um, video. So pass this link around real quick, and we're going to get busy. So I'm going to pick up where I left off. Um, and uh, just wrap it up, all right? So let me go back to where I was very quickly here. Um, give me one second here. Uh, one sec, one sec, one sec. And we're going to do this pretty quickly here. All right. Um... So hopefully everybody can hear me. If you all can hear me, please type one in the chat just so I know that I'm being heard and that I know the screen can be seen and all that good stuff. And I'll, I'll go ahead and proceed. So I know there's a delay. So I will account for the delay and pick up where I left off. So hopefully you all can see my screen. And remember, press one. Okay, I see people pressing one. That means they can hear me. Okay, so let me go ahead and... and um, Go ahead and continue. So I don't have very long. Okay. So first, but let me let me uh, reiterate. Uh, well, I'll say this after. So where I where I left off at was I wanted to drive the point home that the uh, when people talk about grammar rules, people have to understand that grammar is is two things at once. It's syntax and morphology. Okay. Grammar is syntax and morphology. Morphology deals with from the level of word and below what you call the atoms of words, deal with morphemes and, and such. And syntax deals with the, the level of word and above. So how words uh, are distributed in phrases, clauses, and sentences, and how do they uh, affect one another in a content environment, context environments, okay? And above that, we have what's called semantics and pragmatics. So what we're dealing with is on a level of morphology and syntax, all right? So what I was explaining is that the rule that that is 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 trying to be cited but not really being cited is um, being misunderstood and tossed around mentioned but not explained or nor understood. So what I showed before was the fact that noun, what we call nouns today and what we call adjectives today are really two types of the same thing. All right. That is not rocket science. Anybody who studies grammar knows this all right so it's not new it may be new to a lot of people who are just getting into this but it's not new to those who study all right um therefore even in the egyptian language that we call rani kemet adjectives syntactically uh are distributed like nouns and morphologically behaves just like nouns why because they are a type of noun it's just that simple all right there's nothing to 
uh, hoopla about they are a type of noun. All right. So what I was showing before um, I got cut off was. Uh, let's see if I get my cursor back here for you all. One second. Uh, my cursor, my cursor. OK, so. What I was showing is what I want to point out, like I said, this is not meant to be an exhaustive lesson, but I want to point out a couple of things. So what I want to point out here is the different types of substantives. And remember, I'm using substantive instead of noun. OK, and I know a lot of people are not used to that word substantive, but we're going to have to start getting used to it when you when you want to jump into this arena and have these discussions. All right. So we have two major types of substantives. Proper and common. Proper is easy. We understand proper substantive deal, deals with definitive things, uh, precise things. They're names of, of singular entities. So it could be a place, a person. It could be a person's name. And in English, we capitalize it. All right. So those are real easy. Now, what I want to focus on is another larger branch called common substantives. And they have different subtypes. We have count, mass, abstract, concrete, and collective. The reason why I'm pointing this out is because that people believe that the three strokes that you see in Egyptian words are plural. And this is a mistake that rookies make and people who are new to this uh, may make. And so we have to, you know, explain this. So I want to jump down to, I'm going to explain what count, mass, and all of these mean very briefly. So a count substantive is, as the name implies, it's a common substantive that refers to entities, typically objects, that are individuated and can be counted. So it's real simple. So it's just, that's, that's the basic thing that everybody understands. So the objects, I can put numbers in front of them. I can say three books, two books, one book, and so on and so forth. I, I put a plural marker in English. We use S or ES in some cases. And in ancient Egyptian, there's a way to mark the plural. So count substantives, you can make a distinction between singular and plural. So there's a con contrast that can be made with count nouns or count substantives. Now, on the other hand, Mass nouns or mass substantives are uncountable. It's a common substantive that typically refers to substantives, substances, excuse me, that ex exist in bulk or unspecified quantities and cannot usually be counted in their primary senses. It has a syntactic property that any amount of it is treated as a single unit. And for the most part, it occurs only in the singular. Note that some uh, mass substantives name, name continuous substances, such as honey, water, so liquids. So let me give you an example. Rice. Rice is a mass noun because when we say rice, give me a bowl of rice. Rice has a whole bunch of little rice in it, but it's counted as a singular unit. Sand is another example. Sand is made up of many, many small pellets. Uh, pebbles of of it but we say sand and usually for mass nouns or mass substantives we have to include a measure what's called a measure word so I have to say give me a teaspoon of butter give me a cup of water give me a handful of sand you know you see what I'm saying so give me you know three-fourths of a cup of rice etc all right now 
they show up looking plural, but they're syntactically treated singular. All right, so that's what I want to point out. And I want to jump down to collective substantives or collective nouns. A collective substantive or noun is a common substantive that refers to a group of people or things that are taken together as a unit and spoken of as a whole. So English example is an army or a gang, as well as various names of packs of animals. So we have a troop of apes, etc. Collectives generally are generally countable, though some are not. They agree grammatically with the verb in either the singular or plural. Likewise, their pronouns are either singular or plural. So I'm going to jump on down to uh, a collective. I want to show you some examples here. So, again, like I said, I'm skipping a lot because uh, this is really for um, an entire lesson. But I want to show some examples here. All right. So let me show you some examples first off with false duals and false plurals. All right. Just to give you an example here. So here's some common false duals. The word niuti, as you can see on the screen. It means local. It has the appearance of a dual. However, it is a Nisbi adjective derived from a singular feminine substantive, niut, which is a, a word for city, town, or village. Using the phrases such as netcher niuti, which means local god, for some people will think this means two cities or two villages. All right. So if I show you the, the false plurals, here's some examples. Asara had showed a couple of these already. Of the singular masculine substantives ending in W that are derived from verbs, some are abstract substantives and can therefore take a three-stroke determinative, giving the appearance as if they are plural, but they're not. The word yau, which means adoration, but look, three strokes. That's not plural. That shows abstraction. Has the appearance of a plural, however, it is a masculine singular substantive derived from a verb. So this quail chick here is a what we call a derived or a derivative morpheme. Alright? It derives, it changes the class of word from a verb over into a different class of what we call a substantive or noun. Yai to adore changes now to adoration. It went from a verb to a noun and that process is what we call nominalization all right another example the word menu which means that which remains the deeds the works has the appearance of a plural however it is a masculine singular substantive derived from the verb men which means to be stable to remain the term is used in the following common expression we have ir in f m menu f uh, ni it f, which it, which means he built as his work or monument to his father. All right, it looks plural, as you see here. It looks plural, but it's not. Another example, these three glyphs here gives the appearance of plural, in this form or this form. It's the word neferu. People may believe that's plural, but it's not. It's a noun. It means perfection. It has the appearance of a plural. However, it is a masculine singular substantive derived from the verb nefer, which means to be perfect. 
all right the term is used in the feminine anthroponyms for example uh neferu ra which means the perfections of ra last example the word inu which means production produce something that people bring tribute it has the appearance of a plural however it's a masculine singular substantive from the verb ini which means to bring and you'll see this in tribute scenes you'll see this word a lot the term especially used refer to everything brought back from a foreign expedition so i'll give it an example so here's an example of mass substantives that look plural but are not we have the word irep which means wine it looks plural with the three strokes but that's not a plural marker nebu gold looks plural but it's not singular merhet oil looks plural but it's not it's singular why it's a mass substantive treated as singular and here's example of collective substantives and old people are paying attention especially in that in all right we have a word masha which looks plural but it's singular and how do we know that there's something in in syntax called a, a concord or agreement where uh, we notice in English, like, for example, in English, I, I don't say I is, I say I am. But if I say he, I have to say he, I don't say he am, I say he is. I have to change that verb because it has to agree in gender and number with the subject. So that's an example of concord in English. This happens in a lot of languages around the world. And, it's, and ancient Egyptian is, not, is, is one of those as well. So in this particular example, I have the word masha pen. The word pen is a demonstrative. That means this. This, this uh, demonstrative is masculine singular, pen. Therefore, the word masha is masculine singular. Masha pen means this army. The word army is a masculine collective, which means that many people, troops, are treated as one unit. On the feminine side, we have the same example. We have men, minette, ten. Pen and ten are both demonstrative, pen being masculine, ten being feminine, singular. So this is a feminine singular demonstrative. Why? For the feminine singular noun or substantive. It looks plural, but it's not. It's syntactically singular. It behaves singular. Okay? So we have men, minette, ten, this herd. So a herd of cattle, it's a whole bunch of cattle there, but it's treated as one unit, okay? So I wanted to go over those things to explain some grammar, some actual grammar to you all, all right? This is how you explain grammar, all right? You don't just mention it and, and actually halfway mention it and really not even understand it, all right? So um, that's from substantive. So now I want to quickly go over and finish out with where I started. Now we, I'm going to explain what a NISBY is. All right, I'll try to do this as quickly but thoroughly as I can. So one second, let me just get my cursor over there. So here we are at NISBYs. Now remember, I said that there are two types of adjectives, qualifying adjectives and relational adjectives. And remember, relational adjectives are nisbis. Nisbi is just a nickname that, that people use from the Arabic language, meaning relationship. Okay? So, um, so now I'm talking about the relational adjective, which are nisbis. Now, 
Nisby's adjectives are formed from a substantive or a preposition by adding the suffix of, a, of the diagonal strokes here, which you transliterate as a Y in the masculine singular, which is written before determinatives. Like the qualifying adjectives, Nisby adjectives refer to properties and their meanings indicate a relationship with the term from which they are derived. The one from, the one who is, that which is from, or that which is. So, remember, Nisby's are formed from either substantives or prepositions. So, I'm only going to go over, briefly, the substantival forms, the ones that are formed from substantives, okay? The substantive substantival form is a Nisby adjective that's derived from a substantive and shows the same declensional endings as qualifying adjectives. That is, the substantive itself plus the Y for the Nisby and then whatever declensional endings for gender and number. When a Nisby is derived from a substantive, that substantive may originally be masculine or it may be feminine. Regardless of the gender of the original substantive, the resulting Nisby adjective will have a full set of adjectival endings expressing gender and number. So that's these endings here. So basically, in other words, it doesn't matter what gender the original substantive is. The resulting Nisby, once you make it into a Nisby, it will also receive a whole set of possible endings to match the gender and number. So among other things, this means that masculine substantives may give rise to feminine Nisby forms, just as feminine substantives may give rise to masculine Nisby forms. In both the singular and plural, duels are, are, are exceptionally rare. So this Y ending is frequently omitted uh, in the writing. So only context and experience will allow you know, the ambiguity. So here's just some examples. So here's an example of a masculine uh, a Nisby form from a masculine substantive. So we're going to use the word nature, God, or divine. All right. To make it a Nisby, we would add the Y on there. So it would be nature, which means divine one. And it's derived from the substantive nature. So here's the, the uh, paradigm. So we have the singular, nature, divine one. Masculine, nature, divine one, feminine. Plural, Nechiriu for masculine and Nechiriut or wet for mas for a uh, feminine plural. All right. That's from a masculine. Notice those endings. Here's a Nisby derived from feminine substantives. So we're going to use a different one. We're going to use the word uh, Mehet. So Meheti Northern One is a... Uh, Nisby derived from the substantive Mehet, which means north. Remember, Nisby's show a relationship from the word that it's derived from. So north becomes northern one or northerner. So here's an example. So we have masculine singular, Meheti. Remember, the original substantive was feminine. But the end result is that the whole Nisby is masculine by adding the Y. Meheti, northerner, masculine. Mehetit, northerner, feminine. 
This is why you see that double uh, bread loaf there that people always ask about. Mehit, mehetit, plural. Mehetiu, there's that G4 buzzard, T-U, that I showed you that the brother Reggie showed us um, when he was trying to uh, discount uh, Ogden Goulet. So we have Mehetiu, the northern ones, masculine, plural. Mehetiut, the northern ones, plural, feminine. All right. And so in here, I express that the G4 is not to be mistaken with the G1 because because they kind of look alike, especially in uh, damaged glyphs that you see because they're so old, et cetera, et cetera. So I just wanted to point out what a Nisby Nisby's are, because so now um, I want to go back over to um, something that I showed. Here. Um, let's go back. Give me one second here. Just want to change over. Get my screen here. All right. So. Okay. So what I want to show here is to emphasize that. Um, let's see. Where is it? I want to show you how how Nisby's function and, and the fact that we are already used to them. All right. And I believe that I'm going to have to show it on a different way. Bear with me one second. All right, so hopefully you all can see my screen. So very quickly, uh, I want to I want to go back over this again. Remember, toponyms deal with places. That's it. It never refers to or describes people. All right, I don't have to go over that again, but everybody should be aware of that uh, at this point. Okay, that's what a toponym is. The argument has always been about the toponym. Okay, it out of convenience, the toponym issue has been avoided by both the brother Reggie and the brother Netanev. All right. And as a result, the only thing that we've experienced and listened to tonight, as well with the um, the other uh, time that the brother Netanyahu gave uh, his video videos, plural, is really to just showcase information that's irrelevant to the topic question. And um, like the brother Reggie said tonight that he feels that the brother Netanyahu made his case, which proves that the brother Reggie did not understand the question, which is what I tried to do on the onset to describe what the actual question is. It is the meaning of the toponym or the place name for Kemet. This is something that Asar had in his slide. The brother Reggie even showed the slide and quoted from it uh, and showed it tonight. But for some reason, both brothers overlooked that. And so what Netanyahu end up doing when all the smoke clears is that Netanyahu basically did a show and tell uh, episode where he showed people that after two years of studying and learning and trying to debate and fight with people that he can finally now uh, begin to find cognates in African languages. That's it. That's all that we saw 
in, in Netanyahu's entire uh, presentation. Tonight with the brother um, Reggie, all that we saw was that the brother Reggie did not understand the question, and he as well did the same thing that Ineb did, except absent the uh, the um, showcase of trying to find cognizance in languages, Ned, uh, Brother Reggie went the other direction to try to deal with chronology, which he showed the earliest form, which really wasn't the form, as I showed um, and was already familiar with, and then also to show the material culture with pottery and things of that nature that has nothing to do with the fundamental question of the semantic or the meaning of the word Kim inside the word Kemet. What does Kemet mean? That is a linguistic question and admittedly by Brother Reggie that is outside his scope of, of uh, study and expertise. But he chose to come on board and give a presentation uh, tonight. So what I want to finish up with, again, to reiterate that the question has always been about the meaning of the toponym or the place name of Kemet. And places, place names never refer to people. That that in that rules out the fact that it could be it means black people. Okay? Um, as I said before, Shekhanda Giap, he made a statement that he was going against the name referring to the land, the color of the land. But as we saw, brother both Brother Reggie and Netaneb went against Diop and are trying to push that Kemet means black land, okay? Matter of fact, Netanyahu is, is saying that he's going to do a presentation and advertising for another website and so on and so forth. That he's going to do a presentation to show that Kemet is referring to the land, the Egyptians did something with the land, et cetera, et cetera, which is against what Diop was saying. Diop was saying, no, it's referring to the people. So we have a confusion going on um, uh, as well. So I'm, I want to point that out that there's a little bit of confusion among the brothers as to the, the question. All right. So with that, I want to say that if I'm going to give some examples. So uh, of, of how of how um, Kemet is used and how we, we can relate to it today. All right. If I am born and raised in Jamaica. All right. Jamaica is a toponym it is a place name if i want to refer myself to myself and my people i will call myself or my people jamaican singular me or jamaicans plural all right so notice that i have to take the toponym and do something to it i have to take jamaica i'm not jamaica but i have to take the word jamaica and do something to it to make it refer to me, to make me relate to it. I have to turn it into a Nisby. So I have to say I'm Jamaican. If I'm from Canada, Canada is a toponym. It's a place. If I wanted to make myself related to it, either be belong to it or be from it or I originate from there, etc., I have to turn it into a Nisby. So I have to say I am Canadian. Russia is a place. If I refer to the people, I would say Russian. Saudi Arabia is a place. We refer to the people as Arabians. India is a place. I have to change India to Indians or Indian for a singular person. Notice what I'm doing. I'm taking the toponym 
and I'm doing something to it to change it into a relational adjective called a NISBE. Kemet is no different. So I want to show you that in the language, there's a way to do it as well. So you take the toponym, which is a place, Kemet, and you change it into a NISBE. And what you're seeing on the screen here is the plural form of it. So if I want to say I, I am related to or I'm of or I belong to this place called Kemet, I will call myself Kemetiu, which is plural. And we would uh, say we would say something like commission, like how we say America and American. All right. Cambodia, Cambodia, Cambodian. Korea, Korean. Kemet, Kemishin. That's how some people would render it. But it actually means those of the place. Just like American, that means Americans, means those of America. Mexicans, those of Mexico. It doesn't describe the people. The toponym itself doesn't describe the people. We can make the people related to the toponym by doing what I just said. All right? So, I want to point those things out because another thing that Sheikh Anthony Geop said that is incorrect and wasn't based on an assumption, but he just said it was incorrect, is that he said that the Egyptians only had one term to refer to themselves. And we all know or should know that that's just not true, whether we want to admit it or not and play like, you know, we, we you know, we, we don't see it. But that's just not true. We know that the Egyptians used as an endonymic ethnonym, which means they named themselves, they called themselves the Remich. And where were they from? They call themselves, they say Remich Ni Kemet or Remich Kemet, the people of Kemet. Remich was their ethnonym, Kemet was their toponym. Simple as that. Self-named Remich. Everybody knows this. So it's not Kemet as the only name as Shek and the Geop uh, asserted. We know them as the Remich. In fact, even in, in trying to prove their blackness, a picture is used, even by Diop himself. So I wouldn't say Diop uh, is, is wrong. This is something that's just an oversight because he, he shows a picture from a tomb where the Remich look like the Nehesiu. And he shows that the Egyptians call themselves Remich and the people south of them were called Nehesiu, those from Ta Nehesi. People like to call Nubia. So somewhere along the lines, it must have got lost in the sauce, but that's not the only name. Kemet was not a name for the people at all. It's Kemetiu. And their ethnonym would be their their relational adjective would be commit to you and their ethnonym would be the remage. All right. And so last thing I'm going to say, and this is it. Demonym. I didn't talk about this. When I said relational adjective, when I give the examples of America versus American, Mexico versus Mexican, Jamaica versus Jamaican, et cetera, et cetera. These are called technically demonyms. These are names of people that are named after the place that they reside. 
So Jamaicans as a word would be a demonym because it's it's connected to the place name where they reside, Jamaica. Texan, people who live in Texas. Georgian, Washingtonian, New Yorker. We have different ways that we can uh, form these words, but the point here is that the toponym never refers to people, always a place. Now, you can make people related to the place by changing the toponym up a little bit. These are called dem demonyms, all right? So make sure you look this up and everything. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything. Uh, the brother Osarmotep already showed this. Uh, where the um, third person singular feminine singular uh, pronoun is referring back anaphorically to its antecedent, which is Kemet, showing you that this is not plural. All right. This is treated as a uh, unit and it's the personification of the nation. All right. Um, make sure I'm not uh, missing anything. I already went over that. Uh explain what a nation is that's the same basically the same thing um and here's just an example uh, again of of uh, the nation of the riparian country that us already went over and went through and so the final the final analysis of what Kemet means um is that it means simply means the riparian country a brother samotep already gave you the definition but here it is again um it's related to or situated on the banks of a river related to wetlands adjacent to rivers and streams. And everyone in their mother knows that Kemet is all about that river. Why we even call it the Nile Valley civilization. Nile Valley civilization all day long. Everybody always says that Nile Valley civilization, Nile Valley civilization, Nile Valley civilization. They started off by saying Nile. What is the Nile? It's a river. So in our minds, we already know this, but because we are tethered to the idea of black and black and black and this and black and that, we got to make everything black. King James, people tell me King James is black. Everybody's black now. So we don't need that anymore. Scientists, we follow the evidence. We don't need that. We know that the Egyptians today will be called black people. We know this. Their language is situated nicely in africa related to african languages we know this the dna test done on mummies we know that those haplogroups are coming back thoroughly african we don't have to use propaganda and say things like the word kemet means black people when toponyms never refer to people ever ever so like i said these three variations is how you're going to see the kingdom being referred to kemet from the 11th dynasty forward Kemet, 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 in these three ways. Even when you see it this way, it's referring to the personification of, of the nation. And this is why I have here in this slide, what is a nation? So let me read this real quick. A people or an aggregation of men and women existing in the form of an organized rural society inhabiting a distinct portion of the earth, speaking the same language, using the same customs, possessing historic continuity and distinguished from other light groups by their racial origin and characteristics and generally, but not necessarily living under the same government and sovereignty. Everything I just said here describes the remage. And their personification as a nation is what you're looking at right here. That's why in this text, it says 
He came. ENF. Sa'unk enef. Kemet. Chesur enef. Shenenu es. This is saying that he came and he caused the nation of Kemet to live. Or he enlivened the nation of Kemet and he dispelled its afflictions. It's just that simple. All right, so with that, I'm 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 gonna wrap up, man. I know if we're gonna have a discussion, I know Reggie, brother Reggie wants wants to have some words and things like that, and maybe it may spark some more conversation. So I'll just end there. Yeah. So thank you. So um, I won't be long um, because it's late. I'm gonna just say a couple of things, and most of it is just a complaint. Uh, first of all, I was responding to what I saw. Uh, uh, and Netanyahu's conversation. I was responding to uh, the points in that. I, uh, I, I um, you know, I trusted you, Waju, to, um, in the beginning, you said that you would, uh, uh, you would preface it. I didn't know that you was going to add a slide that kind of narrowed it. Though uh, the debater, did not add that slide, and I trusted you, good brother. You had a right to do it. I mean, you did it. I don't think that that was uh, that was good because that was someone else's debate. It wasn't your debate. I responded to a saw not describing the rule or the rule that he was using. Uh, whether or not you can uh, eloquently uh, describe your point, I think that you just uh, um, described your point. If I had heard the point, I would have made some other points. Uh, I, uh, the, the, the issue was on my response was to basically respond to what I, uh, what I said. There are some things you are uh, admittedly more accurate um, in some regard, but when I read the uh, plate from Kurt Cease, um, when I was reading that, I was um, saying that of course uh, there were other uh, chemists. Uh, and I didn't. And, and the fact of the matter is that um, in my last two slides, which was important, um, uh, that I didn't get to talk about, I was going to talk about Chinjinu. And Chinjinu was a confederation of uh, countries uh, or places, sorry, uh, of maybe even nationalities or cities or groups or tribes. And many of them had uh, the different. Uh, uh, Kemet names or names um, that, that connected it, like uh, Kim Ware and uh, the Kemet example that I, the Kemetu example. But the Kemetu example that I showed you, it actually had a new it. You didn't say anything about that. But it didn't matter what you said, it wasn't your, um, it was based on what Asar said. So I don't, I don't think that that was fair. I was rushed off and I spoke two hours you spoke two hours and Asar spoke two hours, right? That's four hours and I couldn't even finish my presentation. Um, that is not, that's, that's not acceptable. The other thing is that, that uh, uh, the Diop was always, Diop was talking about Kimitu and I was talking, I mean, sorry, he was talking about nationality. So when he talked about the strongest term, he was actually trying to talk about nationality. He later said that. Uh, one accurate point is that um, I do think, because um, I gave an example, that uh, that um, Kemet 
could point to land, depending on the determinative. It, it could point to uh, nationality. It could point to a number of things because the adjective qualifies uh, the determinative. And that was my point to a saw. Um, I appreciate your, um, your thinking, but um, honestly, in this case, almost all that you said was irrelevant to my response. This is just saying Brother Reggie is wrong. Now, about Kurt Cease plate, um, it is difficult to find not what it's translated to in its different formats. It's just difficult to find that plate um, for, for the average individual. So when I used that plate, I was uh, using that to talk about later the confederations of African tribes, of, of little uh, Kemet's, which Mentehotep seized upon to name uh, the entire country uh, 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 Kemet. And so um, I didn't get to point to more eloquently make um, that point. Um, so basically, I'm not challenging what you know as far as Egyptian grammar. I said that in the very beginning. I was careful. You probably, you definitely know more Egyptian grammar than um, I do, much more about uh, the language uh, than I do. Um, and that's because that's not my life. That's not how I make my money. That's not how I feed my family. That is just something that I'm committed to. That doesn't mean that I'm almost always right. But in the case of this, I responded to what I heard. Adding slides is effect, narrowing it down to after you think about what was done and maybe what was weak to add a slide and then say that I commit to it. So um, I did this for a record. The, the most important thing is, is conduct, good conduct, right? Good conduct. I had good conduct in this, given, given the terms, the, the, the meaning, the, the meaning conversations. I don't know enough about linguistics. No, I know enough about what you said. Again, I am an average African, right, with a, with, that, that is self-made with my abilities through my education and the respect of my um, elders. I do want to say, whether you know it or not, or you care about it or not, right, Good conduct goes a great place. There are national associations. There are other, um, there are earnest leaders. But when they find out that your conduct is not good, and I'm not saying all of your conduct is not good. I still, you still my brother, right? But this was a debate of Netanel and, um, and uh, Asar Imhotep. There are points that, Netan um, that Asar did not make. I just brought that to the attention of the audience. Y'all spent four hours dealing with my two-hour response. So we're brothers. I'm going to go to sleep. And I hope you have a good night. Wait, wait. Don't go to sleep yet, though. <laughs> no, I'm going to sleep. You cannot tell me what to do. No, no. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm not. I'm, oh, first of all, I'm not telling you. I'm just, I'm just, that's a gesture. So let's not, let's not get too silly now. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, Brother Reggie. I'm just, no, I'm just, I um, I think I spent up. I wasn't expecting you. to be up for four hours listening to you. Okay, can you can you, can you spare another? Can you, can, you, can you spare if it, uh, ten minutes? 10 no, minutes? no, because you okay, could have let me you, make no, my no, you, five you no. minute presentation. You said no, but you did not want to. You wanted to completely okay, that's fine. prove to me, and I don't think that that was fair because I just said I only have five minutes. 
So okay. I cool. actually have 350. I stayed up out of respect for you, good brother. That's fine. Right? Okay. But I am. Um, but so, that that part is over. Okay. This so that's a no. Is, uh, this part is just a complaint about about conduct, and okay. there are a lot of people in this community that is going to watch this. And um, you, 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 so so I'm going to respond to your to your charge of my misconduct, though, and I I want you to be here for that. That's all I was asking. So if no, you're not, I'm not, that's I'm fine. Not, okay. I, you could have. Okay, and that's cool. Let me. You could have. You could have. Because many of the things that you were talking about had nothing to do with uh, Kimmich. So you can, um, it is mine. It may not be true. You can respond to the audience. Oh. I don't, I do not appreciate you putting in a slide oh. that assault, whether it was there or not. He had, he, he had a conversation with Netter Neb, right? Okay. And all these comments about Netter Neb and all of these things, like he does not know and this, that, the third. Yeah. He responded to what he, so listen, I have a, um, it's, it's four o'clock. I actually have to get up by 10 o'clock. Okay, so, I understand. Your brother, you my brother, Awaju. Yes. Um, I think that you are an excellent scholar, right? But um, I, this conversation was my response. I understand that. All right? Okay, so, I appreciate that. It has nothing to do with me and you. Okay. You, brother, I hope to see you again and talk to you. We'll talk about something else. I probably won't go back to this conversation. But okay. I listen, I love you. I love your work. I just don't I just don't like being double teamed when I was talking because I um, when I was talking to a single individual. Okay. That is my you you if you have a fight, you can't talk about the fight after it. It was it's it's when you're in the fight, <laughs> I, right? Uh -huh. Okay. I understand. So, good night. Okay. All right. Peace to you and, and, and you know, definitely uh no love lost whatsoever. So brother, Okay, because right, I know right. that's how you are, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely, definitely, definitely. That's why I don't I don't deal with Definitely. I understand, but you included Rujawu. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. Let me let me I, let me give let me just get five minutes to say this because just in case Reggie does have a little bit of time to listen. I I wanna say this for the listeners, um, real quick and I and I'll just turn over over to you, sorry. I just wanna say something real quick because I I, I hear what Reggie said. And so I, I want to first say that um, the charges that Reggie just uh, levied on me are completely false. Okay. That, so wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me finish. No, 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 no. Good, good, um, good night. Because you okay. added a slide. Okay. You added a slide. You tailored no, it. You, you already right? said that. So now I, already... I, I, I still love you. We'll talk about something else at another time. Okay, great. But at that point, you added a slide that wasn't in the argument. You tailored it. I got you. After the point. So good okay. night. All right. Good night. All right. Shemem Hotep. So what I'm saying to continue is that everything that Reggie said just now, the charges he levied against me are completely false. All right. One, that I shared the same slides that Brother Reggie shared from Osari Motep. And I'm going to quickly show, show, show the slides that I shared. Okay. I shared this slide, which Brother Reggie shared himself. Okay, you can see biggest day place name is right there. So I didn't narrow anything down to the place name. This was in the original conversation with between Asar and Netter Neb. This is a screenshot from Asar's presentation from that day. And in fact, the brother Reggie also shared this slide. You can go back to the video and watch it. The brother Reggie had these slides in his presentation. Okay, so I didn't add this. This is not some slick stuff or some it's fet stuff. 
um, or anything like that. See, don't don't get key in on those on those words. People try to use these words and they don't apply. All right. So that's number one. The brother Reggie showed this slide also. OK, I just want to make that very clear that during Netanyahu and Asar's uh, talk the original time, the moderator, the good brother uh, Quajo, he did not present the scope of the conversation, which is why Netanyahu went outside the scope of the conversation and just showed some the fact that he could find a couple of cognates. That's it. So I shared this. Reggie shared this. OK. Uh, this slide about Diop. I shared this. This is from a SARS presentation. So this is not something new. This is not what Wujao added to the conversation or anything. This is this is uh, what Brother Asar Motep had already shared. All right. This right here, this slide right here. Guess what? The brother Reggie shared this. This is Asar's argument. This is what Reggie was supposed to address tonight. So I didn't add this. I didn't create this slide. I didn't make this up. This is from Asar's original presentation that also the brother Reggie shared tonight. Okay. What's another one that Re uh, uh, Reggie shared? Reggie shared um, uh, some he some other some other slides. So 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 these are the slides I shared. None of these slides were Jao made up. This is from Asar's argument. I think he I think he's talking about the one what uh, talking about what we're not arguing. I think that's the slide. This slide here. I can't for some reason on on this platform I can't see your screen. I can only see it on the live feed, which means there's going to be a delay. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm showing I'm showing this slide. This slide, what the issue and question is not. This right here is just a matter of common deduction. Okay. These are the arguments here. This uh, Asar says, what are the issues? These are the issues and the hypotheses. Simple as that. So everything outside of this is not what we're talking about. And so I point this out on this slide that that's not what we're talking about. So I'm actually streamlining the conversation to what it's supposed to be. And I think the brother Reggie is really upset is because now that he realized that he spent two hours and some change talking about something that we're really not talking about, he feels some kind of way. So he wants to charge me with misconduct, but it's not misconduct. That's number one. Number two, the brother Reggie had no reason, if he's going to address a SAR, he had no reason to mention the brother Wujau tonight at all. I was or Sanjetti. Or Sanjetti. He had a slide that had my name in it. He had not only did it have my name in it, but he also said commentary around it. He said that the brother Wujau and Sanjetti, he said, if da-da-da with Sanjetti, but with me, he was saying that that I have to dismiss the grammar rule and this and the other. So he brought me into it in terms of the grammar rule. So that's why I went over the grammar rule tonight. That is not Isfet. I didn't mention Reggie. I, 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 I came to listen. Reggie pulled me in here. Matter of fact, my whole conversation after Reggie finished was ad hoc, off the dome. I'm only sharing slides so that people can learn and see visuals. But I could talk about this in person with nothing in my hand at all from the dome. I do this all the time. 
Same thing with translations. All right. So so I don't want people to get it twisted that I'm just that we're tag teaming on the brother Reggie. Reggie mentioned my name tonight. And 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 I went second. Asar, uh, I I yielded to Asar. Let Asar do his thing. And then I came just to explain that grammar rule that Reggie told me that I'm supposed to do. Listen, why why would Reggie tell me what I must do in his slide, and then when I do it, complain? Okay. <laughs> so 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 that's not that's not correct. So he, he wants to talk about behavior and stuff like that. Uh, like I said, Reggie's a good brother and, and there's no love lost at all. But I want everybody to understand that the brother must be feeling some kind of way because he, usually when people do that, they feel like they lost something. They lost. Okay. Well, now, he now. knows he lost. And and that's and, and, and that was clear as day once once we proved to him um that the issue was about toponyms. Yeah, so but that, but that, when, but that, but that was what we were on the phone. I told, I told. That, him. That's what I'm saying. That's when, that's when he started getting more irate, because, because he thought he had, he thought he knew what the conversation was, and so when I kept saying that in the, in the, in the presentation that he didn't know what the conversation was, he didn't realize to what extent until the the storm kicked you off, and we was having the discussion offline. So offline, he charged us with trying to introduce toponyms into the discussion. And that wasn't a part of um, Ned or Nebs and I's initial conversation. So that's when we went back to that third slide, that the slide that he just showed with the word place names on it was my third slide. And so a place name is a synonym for toponym. But not only that, let me share the screen real quick. All right, so I hope I hope that's clear to everyone because see what happens is I notice this is what happens. A lot of people will say a bunch of stuff that they can't back up, and then when something happens as a consequence of what they say and what they do, then they want to cry victim. All right, so we're not having that. No love lost to the brother Reggie. Bro, the brother Reggie is cool, man. He's he, he's my brother, and it's all good. Every you know, all good in the hood, as they say, all that good stuff. But I will not sit here and allow somebody to just. Uh, 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 indiscriminately charge wow. me, charge me with with uh, 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 isfet behavior or doing this and doing that when when that is not true, and they're only doing it because uh, there's an air an air of of loss. Because because uh, this conversation was lost on the phone. We didn't even have to do this at all. And I told the brother that on the phone already. I said, listen, I, I like your enthusiasm, but you already lost. And he said, well, I think I could convince you. I could convince you. And so just real quick, what he what he was saying he could convince me on was this. And I already knew about this. I mean, like I said, this is old. That's not Kemet. And and and, and this is commit to you. And this is uh, the uh, um, determinative for municipality where a cross section of water resides. And that is one of the many small Kemets within the greater Kemet that wasn't called Kemet until the 11th dynasty. So this was the bo this was supposed to be the bombshell and it didn't work. He he lit he lit the fuse and it was a dud. So anyway, yeah. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Um, let me let me let me uh put your put your uh share on your screen. So you you, you uh you got it? Yeah. So I I was so not only the the slide that you showed would has the word place name that you had highlighted or at least underlined 
remember, this is like side slide 73. So I don't even know if he got all the way to the end of the presentation. But in and this is from my original presentation that I did with Netternet. So as you can see, the first word in the slide is the word toponyms. And then yep. you can see the synonym for toponyms, a place name. So the argument has always been on the place name Kemet. And so he tried to charge me with not addressing the um, the 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 T suffix in terms of grammar rules. This is one of the reasons why I had this slide here called the so-called feminine T suffix and how I can show the same grammatical morphine in the Chinuba language. But Chinuba doesn't have masculine and feminine like this. This is a noun classifier. It nominalizes verbs and it puts it into the context of an abstract or these other classes. So like this chi is for fruit, like fruit and all that goes under the chi class. Same thing with your mother and plants and animals. And again, this is more plants again. All this belongs under the chi nominal classifier. And so, so does place names. So I'm dealing with the toponym the T on the suffix, the, the T suffix as it regards to place names. So I show that the same T or, or, or Chi in, in Chinuba is used on place names and, 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 and things dealing with spaces and uh, as well as the abstract. And so I show the same thing in Egyptian. So all the place names and, and, and uh, words dealing with spaces have the same nominal um, um, classifier in the language. So classifiers uh, aren't just for uh, graphical systems. They mirror the actual grammar of the language. So this is something I was, I was pointing out. So I showed it again. And amongst the uh, the Sumerians, so it's the same grammatical affix. We had the same grammatical affix in Sumerian, Egyptian, and Bantu. And I showed early in in our presentation today in college, and that's four same grammatical morphine. And so I showed it here. So I'm dealing with the grammar. See, he doesn't know this because he doesn't know linguistics. And this is why I kind of stress to him. So he feels some kind of way because I pointed out that he's out of his league. And so he has no rebuttal. You notice he didn't attack any of this. He didn't bring up none of this. Because this will require some linguistic sophistication. And so, you know, the charges... Is I'm, I'm trying to keep the thing on topic. I'm the only one who gets into these debates that ever stays on topic. Everyone has all these other kinds of arguments. You know, the, the, the soil is black and it's red. Who cares? 
Deal with the word. Find the meaning of the word. You don't know if it means black. And so that's why we have a scientific method to eliminate bias. If I'm looking for black, then if I find black or I'm going to interpret certain things as black, that's not scientific. And so he tries to throw like Reggie and everybody else, they try to throw degrees and associations with certain people who have prominence. That scientists don't give a rat's ass. That doesn't mean anything. Because as you can see, with his degree, he could not stand on his own two feet. Netter Neb, with his associations with, with, with so-called linguists and, and uh, metanetic scholars, he still could not stand on his own. And so that's all that matters in a scientific argument. Can you stand on your own? Can the evidence speak without, with it, it, I can um, give all of this information, you know, to, you know, someone else, a, a Mexican in, uh, in Brazil, you know, a Mexican who moved to Brazil. The same information is going to mean the same thing. It doesn't matter who says it. And so, you know, this is why uh, it, it's frustrating because, you know, they waste our time with these arguments thinking they're going to bring something new and enlightening, and they don't. And, they, and their, and their uh, arguments fall to the wayside once you apply rigor to it. And so I'll end there. Okay, just real quick. I, I, and I'm just doing this for the record. I know it's late, and I, I really appreciate anyone who, who's uh, still tuned in. But uh, let's just, I just want to complete the record. That's one thing I definitely know uh, to do <laughs> is to uh, complete the record. Um, and just bear with me one hot second here. Uh, just to let everybody know that um, as you can see here. Uh, wait a minute. I got to share my screen. I'm sorry. I just want everybody to be able to see this. Okay, this is directly from the brother Reggie's presentation from tonight. All right. This is uh from the presentation uh tonight. All right. So hopefully everybody can see this. So the brother Reggie Although he would like to say, because of what I said tonight, he would like to exclude me, but he included me tonight. So you can see clearly that he said, and, and you know, he gave commentary while he was reading this. So I'm just showing the slide. You had to go back to the video and listen to what he said when, when he was showing this. But he said um, he's for the people on the first paragraph. So he's for Diop Carruthers. Uh, Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark, Coringa, Asa Hillard, Ankami Ra, Obenga, Dr. Rikete Amen, and so on and so forth. That's who he's for, as y'all can see on the screen. And he's against. And he makes sure, you know, the brother. Now, I'm going to say Brother Reggie conducted himself very well. So so I'm not going to do what Reggie did and, and falsely accuse him. So I am going to say he conducted himself very well. So I, 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 I want to acknowledge that. And even here, he says he's against intellectually. So we understand. Um, he's against intellectually who though he 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 doesn't just have a SARS name up here do you do you all notice that he doesn't have a SARS name up here now did the brother Wujau 
um, have a discussion with Ned or Neb that day? No, the brother Wujao did not have a discussion with Ned or Neb. So my name, nor the brother Sanjetti's name, should be included if the brother Reggie's intent was just to address brother Asar. So logical deduction is that Reggie was slickly trying to address me and Sanjetti at the same time. Uh, over it, really. But, you know, he did it on the slide. So he says, Asari Motep, Wujau Irima, he spelled my name wrong, but Wujau Irima At, and Brother Sanjetti. Only if he disagrees with Kim being black. Because he really wasn't even sure with Sanjetti. Now, check this out. So he's not even sure about Sanjetti, but he's going to put his name in there anyway. <laughs> so, so Reggie did this. Okay, and he said, and those of their team who challenged Middle Egyptian feminine T rule and Diop for the adjective black, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I want to point this out that I didn't make this slide. Brother Reggie, this is his slide. He included my name in there. Okay, so I don't want people to get it twisted and think that I'm double teaming or whatever the case is. Because I could have said a lot tonight. Like, really, you know, um, and I probably will just do a whole video as a, as a teaching moment because you got to use these things as cheap moment. But I, I want to point that out to people. And, and one more. Let me show another one. Let me show another one. Um, because I just don't I just don't want people to uh, walk away with the wrong impression. And see, this is what people do. They, they just say things. They don't demonstrate. What I'm doing is demonstrating. So I know y'all can still see my screen. Um, I want to blow this up so everybody can see this as well so this is another slide from reggie's presentation tonight uh wait a minute can y'all see that yeah you should be able to see that there's another slide from Reg reggie's presentation he said i watched the debate of netaneb and asar and said after i would have some responses to asar and now proceed so so you know he's focused on asar but look at the last paragraph he says these are research topics in the amen ra squad all of these brothers are my friends, but I disagree with them. Not him. Not him. Them. So, so, so again, this is anaphorically, as a, as a grammar lesson for tonight, them is anaphorically referring to who? <laughs> Brother Wujau and Brother Sanjeri. He knows that only, really only me, well, uh, Brother Jonathan as well, but he didn't mention Jonathan on here. So out of us three, he knows out of the squad, Asar, myself, and Brother Sanjeti, we're the ones that deal with Kemet and the language on a on a more regular basis. The brother Smash does as well, but he didn't include him. And Smash is is you know working on some other projects, so you don't have we haven't heard, you haven't heard from him uh, recently. So he included us. So I just want to make that point very crystal clear that Reggie is just wrong for trying to accuse me of 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 uh double teaming and all this and that and then another thing is that i did not take two hours but when i spoke i did not take two hours so that was an exaggeration so you got to watch for people who go off topic use words out of context and then exaggerate those three ingredients and more is a classic example now y'all have to understand i've debated formally on an amateur level but formally I know a lot of the tricks of the trade. I've heard it all, seen it all. I know all the little 
slick stuff, the games and all that kind of stuff. And what we saw tonight is a classic example of somebody who was not really prepared to deal with the topic and tried to move the goalposts. And when we didn't allow that goalpost to be moved, the person is upset. So the brother Reggie is upset, falsely uh, accusing me of taking two hours when I didn't, uh, double teaming when I didn't. He mentioned my name. I wasn't going to say nothing tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like these slides right here, these are ad hoc slides I'm showing y'all. Like this right here, I just typed this. This right here, I just took a screenshot uh, 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 tonight. So none of this oh. stuff was was pre pre plan. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that's Asar. Uh, so so anyway, I, I just want to make that clear. I'm not gonna keep everybody. I know it's late. Uh, we got some people watching. Um, again, I appreciate those who are watching. People who are gonna be watching this video um, afterwards and things like that. So I don't know. Maybe um, I'll stitch the videos together because you know we had a, a technical issue with them uh, coming apart. So I may download them and, and, and uh, put the videos together and uh, re-upload them. So, you know, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that because then you'll lose the comments. And, and I like to keep the comments. I like to keep everything where it is. So we'll just leave it as it is. But anyway, um, hopefully people can learn from tonight. And this is an example of what not to do, um, which is why as a, as a moderator discussion, this wasn't a debate. All right. As a moderator of a discussion, the, the, the one of the jobs is to make sure that the discussion stays on point. You know, like, for example, if you're a moderator in a Facebook group and you put up a topic, you know, everybody who put, posts a topic, you would like for people to stay on topic that you posted. You don't want to put up a topic of, uh, you know, um, you know, basketball and then somebody goes off and start talking about volleyball on your post. You see, so you want to moderate that you want you want things to stay on topic. And so that's what this slide was about, to make sure everything stays on topic, which is in harmony with this first slide. These slides go together. This is from Asar's presentation. This is what I said to keep the conversation on point. And this is not something new. I told Reggie this over the phone. Everything I all these bullets here, I told him over the phone. So when Reggie uses words like I trusted you or something like that, that's misleading. Don't don't fall for that at all. Because Reggie was clear on this. I have witnesses, me, the brother Reggie, uh, sister Naya and brother uncles on the phone uh, at one point. Then it was just me, brother Reggie and uncle on the phone uh, on a different occasion. OK, so it's not like some one on one conversations either. So I want people to understand that. All right. This is how things this is how we get down. All right. So anyway, uh, so sorry. I don't know if you had anything else. No, I'm good. I'm going to sleep. All right. Yeah, I ain't realize it was so late. So anyway, we 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 done. And uh, like I said, no love lost. You know, brother Reggie. You know, hey man, we're gonna do this again. But I'm sure we're gonna talk about a different topic. Uh, you know, I think he's a little upset right now. Um, because it didn't come off the way he uh, probably, you know, how it played out in his mind and stuff like that, uh, which I understand, man. So, you know, anyway, so I want to say uh, hotep to everyone and I appreciate everyone Dua, for coming out. And uh, so this so, you know, spread, you know, share the link. 
Uh, it's three videos. I'm going to rename the title so it'll make sense. But it's three videos and that we're just going to leave them that way. And um, so we'll see y'all next time. And this goes out for anybody who um, wants to deal with this topic question. Just watch the video because because enough was said between Asar's original presentation, the the couple of Facebook videos that people have been doing, and then and then what's been on YouTube. It's, it's pretty much. And then Asar is coming out with the book. So this is pretty much done. All right, stick a fork in this and it's done. Kemet does not mean black people. And um, it's a toponym, so it never refers to people. And then um, it refers to the type of uh, country it is. It's a country that is inundated with water. Everyone knows about that. Everyone even calls it the Nile Valley civilization, the people of the Nile Valley, everything like that. What do you think Nile is? It's a river. All right. So it's just really... Uh, that's simple. All right. As far as grammar, if anybody wants to learn grammar, I'm currently teaching a grammar course. I teach a beginner's level. I've been teaching for um, about eight years now. And if you want to learn grammar, really learn grammar and not make the mistakes that we've seen um, uh, as of late about uh, graphic transposition and the femininity and stuff like that and everything like that. You know, um, my name on Facebook is. Would that's the big game in the situation. We put out records in a region that no. Who's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I thought Unc woke up. Well, Start playing videos. I'm like, hey, hey, what the? Oh, okay. So yeah. So anyway, uh, so if anybody's interested, um, in learning, um, matter of fact, let me do this. Uh, I gotta do a shameless plug and close this out real quick. Let me see where are we at. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Everybody doing shameless plugs, but me. I always leave myself out but if you want to um enroll in our in, in the course on a beginner's level or not there's no requirement there's no prerequisite except that you just have some have interest all right if you're interested in learning the language um then go to saberuniversity.com you'll see the course for the beginner's level as well as the grammar all right uh which is a more advanced level so both of them are available Go there for more information, um, saberuniversity.com, all right? The classes are, are very reasonable, uh, and their way they're designed is that you can learn on your own pace and you have access to live interactive sessions with a teacher, which is myself now, and fellow students, all right? And so you can learn about the feminine tea, what it's all about, how the bread loaf is not always uh, a marker for feminists, also a marker for other things at the same time. How those three strokes are not always plural. It's a marker for other things um, as well. And how it's a determinative is never transliterated or pronounced. All that kind of good stuff. You'll learn about all of that good stuff. All right. So with that, I'm going to say Shimon Hotep.